That was good. Just hit it. Hit it good. country on my shoulders. That's a heavy weight. But you know what? Not only am I feeling up to the task, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Because you know what's going to happen? The next few months are going to be so much fun. Fun, people. It's exciting. So much fun. Yeah. And we're only getting started. There's only one way to get the show started, Michael. How's that, Peter? It's a little thing we call... Are we 
everybody to live from the Dutch Hall. We are Canada's only late night talk show. And currently the greatest podcast ever to come out of Pool Shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. Soon to be somewhere else. But I think we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history, the Nocturnal Emission. And tonight they are comprised of for the five five you might notice that's michael the band leader Bo, on uh, rhythm and vocals beside him is the man that writes the music for the show that's our good buddy old cockhead dave the rooster charters beside him in the corner playing lead guitar Breast from shooting horses, cocks. That's Steve the Reluctant German, everybody. And the man making it sound so pretty. That's our CRTC required Frenchman. That's the French tickler, Jeff Belanger, everybody. And working the board like a pro. Paul, get yourself a close up because you need it. This is my brother. This is our bartender. This is our goddamn director of this program. Get him a proper chair. Paul Van Dyke, everybody. Yeah, Paul, hey, on the tambourine. Hey, and now the host of this program, the proud owner of a new church. Yes. It's Paul Pete Van Dyke. He's a two-time president of the award winner. Lost my slap rattle in the Swazi's mix. No. I cannot. Uh, really? <laughs> Along with my preset for the last show. So sorry if it's <laughs> distorting right now. <laughs> yes. So uh, to people out there, if you're in Waterford, you came to our show in Swazi's and you see a slap rattle. Oh, man. It's like a piece of my heart. I Give it back. Oh, Steve man. gave it to Give me it for back. Christmas. What? You heartless bastards, you came to my show, you enjoyed my Eduardo performance, and you stole my goddamn slap rattle. Mother God damn it, you're breaking my mom's heart. Man. <laughs> the only thing she likes about my program is the slap rattle at the beginning. <laughs> she always compliments me on how I've improved over the time that I've been doing this. My slap rattling skills have made her proud. It makes her warm in her heart. 
or cockles of her heart, Dave. Yeah, you didn't the use cockles. it. You never knew how to do that. What? You, like work the slap rattle. That's not a <laughs> skill you built up when you were young. That's nope. something you learned since we started this show. That's a skill. I was a forty-year-old man before I learned how to slap rattle, Dave. Yeah, he still fucks yeah. it up once a show. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard it is to hit that thing? Guaranteed. I told I've you know me. You've known me for longer than almost anybody except for Paul. Nobody. Paul's known me one year longer than you. And he's my brother. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah. I met yeah. Charles when I was four. It's been wow. that kind of thing. And Paul uh, was born when I was three years and three months old. So Fuck you, Paul. Wow. Yeah. He's got so a few months on you. A few months. That's all he's got on you, Charters. But Paul knows me better than you, but <laughs> you know me pretty good. Not bad. And, uh, and I have never had my nose broken by you. I never. Paul nice. has. Which makes me I've never broke Paul's nose. It makes me believe that I've, I've uh, not only do I know you, but I, I've learned to know you faster than Paul learned to know you. I've never broke Paul's nose. No, I saw you break his nose right on your on the front yeah. lawn of your parents' farm. No, no, no. You yeah. got it mixed up, my friend. No, in a football game. You what? Yeah, You've Paul, you remember that? Nose a few times, I think. Yeah. I've never punched <laughs> you. I've never punched no, you in the no, face. No, it wasn't. Pr- it wasn't a punch. No. It was a, a tackle or something. Oh wait, right? did you oh, punch oh. Pete in the face? No, this yeah, is a yeah. definite punch. I was Paul the punch. Oh. This is what's going on here. You're Paul's you're remembering it wrong. Yeah. I I saw this on Netflix. If you uh, you can get memories that are you That's think exactly. are right, but they're not right, you fucked it up in your own head, and you just keep remembering That's it right. wrong, and then it becomes real to you, yeah. right? What actually happened was Paul broke your nose. Uh, he did not break my nose either. This is what happened exactly. This is exactly what happened. We are on a we are at my old farmhouse, which if if if, if people people are listening somewhere in the world, I'm gonna paint a picture of where we were. Okay, we are on what looks like a southern plantation. You know, like 200-year-old. In the Carolinas. It looks like you're not in Ontario, but you are in the Carolinas. You are at, a, like, a plantation farm. It's a big thing. Beautiful, beautiful white-sided house. Yeah, there's, like, a... Rubble there, basement. There's, like, a, a balcony out front of this house where the mayor used to give speeches to the public. They would gather on the lawn in front of this house, right? It way back when, when the, the town was considered to be the, uh, uh, the, the capital of Canada. Oh, yeah. Waterford was, eh? Yeah. Even at one point. Farmall 140 tractor with a mower deck parked, you know, beside the house. Oh, now you're just making me cry, Dave. But anyways, uh, let's just let's go on with it. This is a nice house. We're in this house. We're on the front porch of this like white, like uh, uh, like a southern plantation style home. Paul's raking the front lawn. Dave and I are drinking beers, right? We're drinking beers, and we are like uh, shooting the shit, getting a little wasted. And Paul's working, raking the lawn. The whole time we're sitting on the front steps in the chairs, drinking beers, getting drunk, we're making fun of Paul, raking the lawn, right? Oh, man. Eventually, Paul's had enough of our ribbing, yep. comes up to the porch, and punches me in the mouth, <laughs> uh, which causes me to uh, uh, bleed in my, f- in my mouth. My mouth's full of blood, right? My only response <laughs> to my brother at the time was to spit, spit the blood in his face. Oh, right? wow. That was my response. War cry. And then it actually did uh, seem to calm the situation. (laughs) (laughs) It works. It really did work at the time. Because that was it. I was like, I deserve the punch in the face. No retaliation. Because I really did know I did wrong to him. Like, I was just like, (laughs) he had no reason. He's doing work. But I still had to sleep with one eye open. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. When you punch him, you're like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah. he's coming sometime. Yeah. Sometime, yeah. Young Paul, he's dealing with a hydrocell in his uh, left testicle. <laughs> swollen testicle? up the size Jesus of a grapefruit. Have you ever told that story on the air before, Dave? Maybe you shouldn't. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> too late. Too late now. Paul's already brought it up, or Dave's brought it up. But no, no, I'm, I'm not going to get into the details of Paul's uh, embarrassing uh, uh, history when he was young. But let's just say he had an infection, and it was in his cock hole. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it was in his uh, testicles, though. It really was. I just remember just his story one. from the hospital where. Uh, he had the, the curtain was pulled, and the nurse came into his neighbor who was next to him. <laughs> Andy got to go yeah. poop. Andy got to go poop. The tr- the, this is the whole story. <laughs> Paul has a swollen testicle. One of them is like way too big. He's about 14. You say we're 14 yeah, years old? Probably, yeah. And one of his testicles just exploded. It was, it was huge. It was gigantic. And then uh, the other one was normal size. It's a medical the- phenomenon. And so at the time, I, told, I went over to Dave, Dave's house, the Charters. <laughs> And I went to his house, and uh, I said, this is what's happened to my brother. He's in the hospital. They had to put him on an IV like for like infection or whatever, so his, his uh, testicle would go down because it was so big. His other one was normal size. Did you call it testicle or balls at that time? They made me a very Oh, no, no, no. This isn't, this isn't at all what happened. This isn't all what happened. I have to backtrack. A, rewind. A very thoughtful Re- card. Paul is having uh, – <laughs> Dave is, is drunk at my house and sleeping over. He used to sleep over at my house for sometimes weeks. <laughs> He'd hide from his girlfriend at my house, and like my his girlfriend would call my house, and my mom would answer, and then uh, Dave would tell my mom to tell the girlfriend that Dave wasn't there. Wow! <laughs> like that was the kind of thing. Dave, you were a ship boyfriend at the time, right? <laughs> like, you gotta admit I needed, that. I needed some time away. Yeah, yeah. She it's wasn't clingy. right. She wasn't right for you, obviously. Kind of clingy. Yeah. <laughs> Stage nine at the time. I don't know. She's she's. I thought she was a nice girl. Very nice girl. She was dynamite girl. I think you mistreated her. If you had to go back in that relationship and look at it from like an eagle's like viewpoint, from like a like a like the, a top end view, you're emotionally disconnected from it. Who's been who is worse to who? Nah, I don't want to comment. You were the worst. You were by far the worst. She did nothing to you. I'm not an eagle. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying you were a real bad boyfriend at the time. He went to uh, fucking hit, roosters. I'm not. I was saying he met his wife. He met he met his like a uh, soulmate, right? Close to you the met ground. your soulmate. You married her. You had four kids. Uh, my cousin. Love if, of my if life. you break her heart, I'll kill you. You know that I'll strangle you with my own bare hands. I will also kill you. And Mike will too. And Paul probably would. Oh yeah. Because Teresa, we love her to death. But you know what, Dave? I'll tell you this story. When Dave met his soulmate, he just gave up on his old girlfriend. He already had a girlfriend. And then uh, one time we were at the Turkey Point that Hotel. Was love at first sight. We were at Turkey Point Hotel, and both Dave's girlfriends were at Turkey Point Hotel. <laughs> Come on, that's happened to everyone. <laughs> Dave had two girlfriends at the same been, bar. Tell me you haven't been at the Turkey Point Hotel, and both your girlfriends were there. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually... Uh, <laughs> There's enough time passed that you can tell that story, right? Because it's like, and we're all like, Dave, what are you going to do? They're like both there. And I know my cousin. I know my cousin. She's going to kill that other girl. <laughs> it pushed game to shove, Charters. Move your phone. Throw your phone out the window. Fuck Charters. Not my phone. Fuck you. It is your phone. That was, a, that was his uh, ex-girlfriend's. They're buzzing him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Him right hey, ears did, are burning. Can I have one of those like bitch pop things? I know you're with her right now. Um, this guy is an asshole. <laughs> I love bringing up old girlfriends. I wish I had more dirt when I was young. Like, you can bring up that stuff on me because I would love to be made fun of for the old girls I used to bang, but I never had any. Would you have pictured yourself as a, like a good breakup guy or a bad? You know what I mean? Like that you could talk to him now. Steven, it's not me. You'd Where's your phone? 
on your fuzzy amp. Buzzy. I muted his amp. It's fizz okay. and fuzzy. <laughs> would, you have, would you have broke up with girls and then bitten their friends like today? Yeah, all of my girls I've ever had any relationship with in the past. It's like Jane. If it was like bef- <laughs> exactly. pre-Jane. No, before Jane, I, I had made out with girls. I had uh, fingered some girls. Finger Great. bang. Finger blast. Uh, I, have to be honest, I have to be honest. I fingered bang some brats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to brag. <laughs> but Gra- back in the day. Granny panties. <laughs> hey, I never fingered Sorry. her. I never fingered that girl. <laughs> I made out with her and we clashed teeth. We banged oh. teeth. Uh, that's a, that's a rough. Yeah. That's yeah. rough. That happens. We just didn't mesh, me and her. She was a beautiful girl, nice girl, but we didn't have the uh, chemistry. Like, a, it just, every, she'd go, she'd zag and I'd zag, you know? We bashed teeth. Yeah. That's, that's a bad that's sign. That's a sure sign, yeah. yeah. It's a tough go. Yeah. It's no good. I was just wondering, though, about the, the, the bad breakup because I think it's uh, nice to have been with somebody and then years later still be friends with them. Yeah, I like it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you didn't end poorly, and you don't yeah. hate each other. You had a time, and yeah. then it didn't work, and then now you everything's good. Yeah, because good. you know what? The at, at the core of it all, you like that person to begin with. That's right. Right. There's so there's good like, in them. So like, even though you had a falling out, you still there's something in that person that you liked at one point in time. So it's still yeah. probably in there somewhere. You know, because yeah, the bad ones really are a cock. You yeah, just yeah. don't want to see him around ever again. Yeah. If you don't want to see the if you don't want to see him again, that like th- I think about my wife. Because I have such my little wife. experience, uh, if if, uh, if like me and my wife, if I had ever, if she ever broke up with me, I would, uh, I would uh, pine for her for years, you know. And you for, should for years, you know, where I just think about her and every girl I'd be like just having dirty, dirty sex with uh, in my divorce years, you know. And I would just be like, you know, like just a bunch of dirty whores everywhere that I'd be having sex with, you know, and then. Uh, when I'd be banging those girls, I'd still be pining over my wife. You you just know? cry every time. In the back you of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the back of my mind, I'd be closing my eyes. I'd be imagining I'd be married with my wife again because that's, that would be where my happy that's place your happy was. happy place, yep. Even though I'd just be like slaying whores at some fucking club, <laughs> bubble club in Vegas, you know? Just slaying college girls. I would hate it. You know, I'd just be pining for Snap my wife. Out of it. What? Pining. Focus, people. Pining. Come back, my wife. Come back to us. Oh, wait. Come back. <laughs> Anywho, you know there is four people watching this program, and I think it's it's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's within. It's our duty. That was four. To get our our uh, our sponsors in here with a little segment we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Yeah. I felt my slap rattle. Whoa, it's wow, it's here. amazing. What yeah, you, right yeah, I'm sorry everyone I right accused of stealing of from me at Swazis. It's, it's, it's right here. Oh. It's right here. I found it. Oh, <laughs> it was under feedback. Sorry, Dave. Be still, man. Thanks, guys. It was under feedback. You know who I thought it was the whole time? I thought it was Chargers. I thought it was Chargers. You know, every every week we ask our listeners for uh, for feedback. <laughs> And this segment is always sponsored by people who want our show to do better. And one of them is our good friends at Amazon. If you go to Live from the Dutch Hall's website, mm. livefromthedutchhall.com, and you click on the Amazon banner, guess what happens? What? 
That bald fuck that owns the company doesn't get all the money. We get some of that money. Yeah. He you doesn't what, need it. You know what, Wes? The balls in the nocturnal emissions, you know what he did? He went on the Live from a Dutch Hall website. He clicked on the Amazon <gasps> banner. And guess what happened? He went and purchased a Pope hat for Pete Van Dyke. No, oh, he didn't. Oh, he did. Oh, my way. God bless his soul. On Amazon. It is beautiful. Were you wearing it? Oh, it's a gorgeous Pope hat. I wore it for the party at the church. When when I finally bought the church, technically, I didn't buy the church. (laughs) I uh, didn't own the church, but I already had planned the party because I thought the deal was supposed to close that day. Right. And they said, hey, the deal's not going to close. And I said, uh, I've already okay. planned the party. Everyone's in the church already. I already knew the code <laughs> to get in. I even have a hat. I already oh. talked to the lady that took care of the place. She says, like, have fun with it. And I was like, uh, the bell's ringing. Yeah. What do you want me to do? I'm already in here with a bunch of people. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the next day, she's like, okay, we'll call you. Uh, uh, it'll be, it'll be closed in the morning. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I hung up. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, uh, we had the party. And the next day in the morning, like, I just started moving. Pews out with my friend Kevin Belanger. Right? Kevin Belanger. By the way, <laughs> wee, wee, wee. Paul, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to. I uh, hope you're not okay with this. Paul had a lot. Did not have a lot of confidence that you would be able to move the pews out oh, with me. Oh wow! And and people that are what? watching this on YouTube, there's six people watching now. Six people. And for those six people that are watching live on YouTube, you're wondering why is Pete Van Dyke wearing a muscle tee. <laughs> And one I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I did one day of hard labor, people. One day of hard labor. <laughs> what do you got to show for it? Hey, Kev, you did one day of hard labor today too, right? We did the same amount of labor today. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? Pretty good. What do you do? You feel like you've used your muscles? Yeah. He yeah. moves those speakers. You remember the first pew like we put up on the trailer? Me and you carried it down the stairs and then jumped on the trailer while carrying the yeah. heavy 12-foot pew. <laughs> Which kind of caught me on right? guard. <laughs> Both of us sprung up there. Yep. Me, a 44-year-old spry man. Yeah, we didn't put it down first before going up on the trailer. We both jumped up on <laughs> the jumped trailer. Jumped up on the trailer. <laughs> fucking thing. No big deal. Put it over. Bob's your uncle. Get on with the next one, right? Yep. Me and Kevin are full of vim and vinegar at yep. the time, right? You got it. Moving those fucking pews out. Vim and, then, and, uh, vim and vinegar. Last load? Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, last load, we barely made it down the stairs. Yeah, a little lackluster. <laughs> we put it. We we had to like struggle to get it to just rest it like on the on the trailer. It on there. And then we're like, uh, we wait, we wait there for like five minutes to catch our breath. Realize we're never gonna catch our breath. <laughs> the days of catching our breath are long past. We have to just get this fucking job done. Man, there's a lot of those fucking pews. Like yeah. it was actually, it wasn't a long day's work. To be honest with you, it was. To, I'll be really honest. Six hours of work. Yeah, it was really yeah. quick. But it was six hours of moving. Like uh, I don't know the weight we That's moved. That's a lot. Six hours is a lot. How of many pews labor? would you guess? How were they? Oh, I know exactly how many there were that we moved out. There was twenty-four. There I was, was, was going to guess like forty. Uh, it was like four an hour. And we moved. Uh, t- <laughs> Get mad, <babe. laughs> We moved twenty-four out, and that includes that includes taking all the like uh, dissembling them. That's and like there was one pew every fifteen minutes. Yeah, that minutes. makes it sound really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. We had to drive it across a long distance. I'm not right. judging. I'm just doing math. No big deal. Well, yeah, the distance. Yeah, the distance to drive was yeah. kind of tedious. I think he's questioning my whole ability to pull this spiky ball studios. Oh, sir. If we just had to, I was impressed to see them all out in one day, though. I was impressed that, like, I went, holy. It would have taken us two hours if we just had to put them out into the curb. Yeah, yeah. They're sure. all out? Like, uh, the church is empty? It's wide Yeah, the open. church is empty, wide open. Just general admission now. Oh, it's all Picture GA. Picture 
All general admission. Sweet. We even took out the yeah. front rail. We even took the front rail, which we didn't count in those pew counts. Those front rails were like, I there bet. was more screws in those oh, than anything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Plus a hydro thing. And those front rails are useless, I bet you. just burn They them were the ones right? that broke easily. Yeah. Just yeah. burn the them. Too. Easily what do you do with the front rails? It keeps the devil out. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a fucking church, Dave. Yes, keeps the devil out. <laughs> are you kidding me? You just build a fence around your... Like a mobile mm. fence, keep the devil out. <laughs> <laughs> right in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, do we want to do this feedback thing? Ah. Norpak. The beef people. Norpak. Yeah, the beef people? They're done now. <laughs> <laughs> Who put the fart sounds in? Is that new? I don't know. That's, That's me. Oh, Charters, you did that? You're writing a jingle? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> writing a new jingle, jingle for Norpak? Yeah. The beef people. <laughs> we need pepperettes. Then you get a better jingle. Yeah. Hey, you don't want good call. Hey, hey, Norpak, the beef people. You don't want fart sounds in your uh, (laughs) commercial? How about you send us a box of something to eat? Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. And a bag of pepperettes too. Pepperettes, (laughs) steaks, steaks. I don't know. Throw in a lot of blue cheese. No big deal. (laughs) Norpak, and maybe some ice cream too. We know you're inside. Let's ask more people for stuff. (laughs) We know you're inside. Army Electric. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. There you go. Hey, He's fucking busy. I'm busy. Go fuck yourself. Hey, uh, Derek, uh, this is uh, uh, just an aside about Derek Jeremy. Hey, Derek, I own a church, eh? Hey, Derek's crew, if you're listening to the show. Justin. I own a church. Get ready. Uh, you have to help me because it's fucked in there. It's all over the place. They don't, I don't know what works and what doesn't work comes from. There's. I think all the old knob and tooth stuff's like disconnected, and it's just the new. There's new... Com- you gotta come in the there and help and me. The tooth stuff. Hopefully, it's with all, all disconnected, <laughs> I think it's all. Hopefully, with all the ads, you're not as busy as you used to be. Yeah, I think I helped you out yeah. there to make you like not have anything to do. So, you know, eventually. So you can uh, help Pete. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Free advertising, Derek. What'd you pay me, really? What'd you pay me? Love. He paid you. In I love. said, Derek. You know, I'll, I'll I'll watch the door while you bang your wife <laughs> and make another baby. <laughs> right. Keep those 800 other kids you have out of the room. I will do that for you any night of the week, Derek. I know how much show. you like making babies. Jeremy likes you. If we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. If we don't get it right the second time, you can go fuck yourself. Brought to you by our good friends at Clean Flow. Hey, Clean Flow. Yeah, we, we haven't what got a up? gift in a while. Lube up your life, Clean Flow. <laughs> Lube your you holes. Matty Osborne, or Matty O. I shouldn't oh. say his last name, but whatever. Yeah. You know, Matty, he's out having a great trip right now, and he, but he's thinking about our show. And he's thinking about the church. And he's thinking about the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring Clean Flow into the future with us. Yep. I'd love to see Matty at the church. Come on down, bro. Yeah. Matt, it's been a lifelong Can dream to have a shareholder like Matty O oh, down yes. to our show. Oh, it's got to happen. we got to make it happen. That might yeah. be like the uh, cherry popper at the, mm, at the, the church. At the church. We'll get him there. He said he would have came to our little open house we had, which was not a really big deal. Hey, Kev, it was, it was nice. Low key. Low key, but we just want anyone that was curious was about party. what this church looked like before we got started working on it. I was like, come in, we'll have a couple of drinks. You know what and I enjoyed? Stop by. You know what I enjoyed the best was uh, Maddie and I just played a sort of impromptu song together, and we were both singing. And to hear Maddie's harmonies ringing. No, you're talking about who? Maddie Ball. Maddie right? Ball, yeah. To hear her harmonies a local musician ringing through the the church, got no microphone, just just it's gonna uh, be. Oh, it was awesome. amazing! Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. We had Mike Singer come up and play a few su- yeah. tunes yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. what? Singer, yeah. Singer, Singer out of the there. woodwork, yeah. eh? 
Like Came that. with his mandolin and a nice case. Yeah. Was he so was up. he driving the van? Played it. Uh, no, he was driving like a accent, like a, a 2003 accent, three <laughs> cylinder. Yeah, you accent. need to save on gas <laughs> when you're driving you know, from all the way out, right, Steve? Fuck out nowhere. Yeah. I actually ran into him at a Grateful Dead show this summer, and he was driving that car. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Zinger. Yeah, really good on gas. And if you drive <laughs> really? to BC through the states, the gas is way cheaper. Mm, that old chestnut. And you can buy two bags of weed and stash <laughs> one at the gas station <laughs> in the overhead. This is a this is a great hack I learned from Mike Zinger. Yeah. You buy two bags of weed. And then you stop at a gas station that you know you're going to come back to. Did he say, tell this on air for the rest of the world? <laughs> no, he didn't. And then I'm not saying what the gas station is. And then, because <laughs> I don't want anyone to find his weed. And then you reach up in the ceiling, like yep. the uh, false right. ceiling, and you just stick one bag up there. And then when you come back, like two months later, There's guess what? Bag of weed waiting for you. <laughs> oh, it's really good. It's magic. I know people have done that with hotel uh, potted plants. You know, oh. and actually, if you go to a resort, like uh, if you go to an all-inclusive, a lot of the maids or the the staff in the hotel that sell you weed will uh, store it in the potted plants in the hotel, uh, so that when you buy a bag of weed, they'll go to the uh, potted plant and pull up the plant, and then underneath of it, they got like bags of weed oh. that they'll just sell Lo you. Behold, That's crazy. So That's if you are an unsavory person that wants to steal from a person in a third world country, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, yeah. definitely steal yeah. from them by looking at potted again. plants for their weed. That's what happens down there in Toronto. Which, uh, if they don't sell that weed, their kids won't eat charters. Oh. So it's not so bad, <laughs> is it? But you get to smoke weed on your vacation. <laughs> I like the silence that... <laughs> that <laughs> I'm soaking it in. I'm soaking yeah, it in. Soaking it in. Uh, he's still deciding what to do. Uh, I don't know. Jeez, vacation. With my family? Oh, I definitely need to smoke that weed. <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? Or if I'm not with my family, I'd smoke that weed. If I'm with them, I wouldn't. Would you be a better bag parent? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take <laughs> uh, meals out of the mouths of kids in any country. Third, second, or first world. Good answer, Dave. And now, what is that? What kind of answer is that? Is that your like politically correct? Uh, no, it's just me saying I like kids and I like them to eat and be healthy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> now I have another question for you. Okay, this is a Catholic question because you're a Catholic, right? Like, uh, you know, Catholics are kind of like not cool with gay stuff or um, which Catholics. Like the the whole church in general, like they don't like. You can't just paint all the Catholics with a not cool with gender, or no, uh, not gender. I didn't say gay. fucking anything about gender. I said you, uh, you can't paint all the Catholics with the same brush. The church you can paint with that brush, like the rules of the church, but not the people. No, no, when no. You talk about Catholics. You're talking about the people. Right, right. You can't paint the paint the people with that brush. But you're a Catholic. Yeah. Hundred percent. And your church does stuff that you you don't agree with as a as an employee of your company that you work for, right? You wouldn't like support the Catholic my, my stance beliefs, on some of the stuff. My beliefs, uh, you know, my personal beliefs have nothing to do with my church or my company. But if you go to the church and you don't agree with what they're saying, then why do you keep going back to the church? Yeah, I play in the band. <laughs> oh, no, that makes sense now. That's Thanks. Uh, that's all I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Dave. Answer. That's a great answer. Plays in the band. It's, it's the back door into heaven. I'm yeah. with the band. He's in the VIP. Oh, yeah. Charlie's going to get into heaven from being in the band. That's so cool, man. Smoking weed with God. Yeah. yeah. Fucking sweet. You can show up 10 minutes late, but if your guitar's on your back, it's like, all right. 
No big deal. Yeah, this guy's in the band. He plays. Uh, going to be better than the Eagles last one. Wings and uh, Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, know we are Christians. He's all good. I don't. I, I honestly believe that the Catholic Church is a huge, like, uh, I'm going to call it a corporation yeah, with is. rules and laws and all kinds of shit that millions of people all over the planet, maybe billions of people, are like no, not used to. Yep. Yeah, billions. I'm pretty sure billions in the Catholic mm. Church. There's only seven billion. On not in the planet. Catholic Church. Maybe Christian, but not Catholic. I'm going to look it up, but there's a lot of people anyway. So to get uh, any sort of anything that big to move on issues and, and change the way they do business is a big deal. It's like trying to move a big uh, freight liner in the ocean. You, you know, it's not you can't just snap your fingers and make it happen. It takes it takes time and it. Do you so, know the Do you know the Dutch people don't kneel in a Catholic church? Oh, really? Yeah, my Where? dad said that he went to Catholic mass in Holland. Uh, oh, oh yes, Holland. And uh, they don't kneel there. Or knees, Bob. Knees you want to know why they? Knees are <laughs> sore from uh, plucking the tulip bulbs. Yeah, because they their knees are sore from their punishment in Holland. They make you kneel in wooden shoes when you're bad, hmm. and their knees are fucked, yeah. and they go on and. Uh, bruised. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is. And these are bruised. <laughs> that's just black and blue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh and no. blue. Oh, that's going to hurt in the morning. Papa, no. Papa, no. That's going to be fun waking up and go to the restaurant. No, Papa. <laughs> no, Papa, oh. no, Papa, no. <laughs> I don't know why I like it so much. <laughs> It's Sunday morning. Can I shit in the pew? Or do I have to kneel? Can I shit? Please, Papa. Please let me shit. Uh, Charles nails it, eh? It's not often he does it, but let's let, let him soak it in. Look how happy he is. Paul, can you get a close-up on Char's face? Just zoom right in on it, because he's so happy right now. He said something funny. Just put a box on his face and let people see it. I know. Make sure you know, spread it out real wide, Paul, so it's the aspect ratio is no good. That's what I like it best. Got to use the, the wheel on the mouse. Yeah, oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we better get to uh, uh, we better get to our feedback. First one comes to us, says, Hey, Pete, just wanted to say I've been busy getting caught up on episodes of the Dutch Hall that I've missed over the summer. While doing my catch-up, I discovered I can watch you guys on big screen TV with surround sound. Like, like, holy fuck, seriously, I used to sit on a plastic stool with my MacBook and a shitty little speaker drinking a beer by my fucking self. Can't get much better. I have to give big thanks to my new BF, which stands for boyfriend. Ooh. Yeah. Who is now a big fan of the show. Oh, maybe BF means big fan. Who is this from? Uh, Love you guys and C-U-N-T, which of course means uh, see you next time. Stands for see you next time. Yep. C-U-N-T, see you next time. Uh, Laura Collins. Aww. Laura Collins. And uh, Laura, I'm going to say your boyfriend, your new boyfriend, fan of the show. Welcome aboard. I like how you didn't give him a name. He's just the boyfriend. He's my boyfriend. He's like a lower level listener yeah. than Laura Collins shareholder. <laughs> but a big fan. Right. Big he, fan. Of, he's or not no, ready. Laura Collins isn't a shareholder, is she? Super fan. Super fan. Yeah. What was her gift that What'd she, she gave us when she yeah. came, though? 
gave us some uh, St. Patrick's Day stuff and some booze and uh, shareholder, shareholder, a, bu- a bucket, locker and yep. a bucket. Yeah. She's, a, she's definitely. Oh, and a bucket. Yeah, she's a shareholder. That's done. Total shareholder. <laughs> but I want to say your new boyfriend. Welcome aboard as a fan. No shareholder. Give us something that costs money. Yeah. Then you're in. <laughs> and your name. <laughs> then you're in. <laughs> and your name. And this next uh, next listener, Dave will remember her. Ella Steppa Jones. Wait, oh, Ella Steppa. Stop that, Godfather's Pizzas. Now I don't like to mention a, a, a company. Yeah, they don't sponsor us. They don't sponsor us. Mm. But we'll take some pizza. And you know, if I'm in Delhi, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? They are right next door. I'm going to go over. Church. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to them. I'm going to Tito's. Tits. Mm. They got too much bread on their pizza. I'm going to Tito's. Finn Clash. And you know what? Fuck Godfather's. Seriously, right in the butthole. I don't know why you'd say oh, that. I know that Godfather's and Burford. If we're talking about Godfather's, yeah. if you order from Godfather's and Burford, and if you don't like the bread, you know what you say? Thin crust. You order thin crust. Do they do it? Oh, they do it every time. Thin crust, light sauce, every time we order. Okay. Well, I apologize, Dave. Maybe it's my children and that they, I should say fuck you to. Because they and like the thick neighbors. crust. Because that's their favorite place to get pizza, actually, is Godfather's. I like Tito's. And you should befriend your neighbors, Peter. Sorry. Sorry to Godfather's. Sorry. I bought, I, I bought juice there. The pizza's okay. I can't eat bread. Anyways. <laughs> so anyways, Ella Steppa Jones said, uh, stopped Steppa at the pizza Jones. place the other day on our way to a winery that doesn't sponsor us. Mm. Right? Mm. Eh? So many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> Explained to the Jones. You know who the Jones is, Dave? No, I don't. It's her husband. Married her. Ella she Stippa, took his name. Ella Steppa's married? Yeah, to the Jones. Oh. He said, I explained to the Jones that we were next door to to, the, to a soon-to-be cultural hub. Very proud of you and wish you great success. Can't wait to get the Spiky Ball Studios t-shirt. Yeah. Which I think is going to be, uh, we, we have a vision for it, eh? We got the picture of the ball now, which we can almost like like take as a, it's so awesome, On the one that Shaz God, got. Yes. And then uh, make it like either gold or Red and then put a glow of either gold or red around it, and then uh, Spiky by Ball Studios, and we'll paint that on the door of the church. We'll put it on T-shirts. We'll sell it to Ep- Ella Steppa. Mm. And you know what? She Cows. can come in, uh, come in uh, to the uh, show because she's a shareholder of the program. Anytime. Anytime when we start doing it at the church, you get free admission, Ella Steppa, because you're a shareholder of our Jones. program. But Hell you know yeah. what? The Jones, the Jones, you're paying admission, and. <laughs> You are driving the shareholders so she can drink some vodka and, and loosen up and, uh, and relax. Have a good time. Polish have vodka. a time. You know what? Because Talk you about have a good, old times. Because you have a good wife. Right? Anyways. Lovely. She supports our program. Anyways, this is another uh, message I got this week. It said, watch your uh, program for the first time last week. And I have to say, you made me laugh. First time. Oh, wow. Yeah, first time. Winner. <laughs> I will definitely be tuning in for more. Hey. I think it is great that you purchased the church and your plans for it are awesome. I feel that the spiky ball is an iconic part of the landscape, and I have an idea for your weekly show. Whoa. I think you should have a segment where you verbally award the spiky ball award for a person, place, or thing, or event that is annoying, ridiculous, hmm. garish, or rude. Hmm. That's wordy. And I gotta tell you, if you're if whoever's writing this, Deep they thoughts. write in the word garish, this is a person that's 
of, of substance, you know? This person knows some words, man. This person's read a book before. <laughs> right, Dave? Wordsmith. This is a person of, uh, like, intelligence, right? Don't you think? I guess. What garish? Does that, what does that mean, garish? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're so stupid, you don't know what it means. She does. She? This person is a cunning linguist. Yes. She. Of course she. You think a boy's going to know garish? <laughs> a boy doesn't know what garish means. We're <laughs> too stupid. <laughs> right, aren't we? Fair enough. Yeah, it's yes, parsley, right? You have to ha have no no <laughs> balls for that. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, it goes on the side of your plate, right? A garish? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, they make it look pretty. Yeah, yeah like the like like you don't parsley. Eat it. parsley, curly it's parsley. Like parsley. You don't eat it. It's not like the flat parsley, the Italian stuff. You eat that. Oh, you guys Everyone call it knows parsley. That. Oh, yeah, I garish. It was parsley. Garish. <laughs> yeah, the parsley on the side of your plate. Or it could be for good things too, but those usually aren't as funny. Anyways, just a thought. Uh, thanks for the laugh. Jane's Townsend. So I'm going to give the Spike Bell Award. What's garish or rude or whatever this week? What's bothered you this week? What's really, what's been a bee in your bonnet? Anyone's got something to bother him? We're going to give the Spiky Ball Award to for Jane Townsend? We got to give one. the snare drum. Yeah, Paul, huh? Paul hates fucking oh, sound check oh. before the show. Yeah, Kevin for the sound. Kevin the gets drum. the Spiky Ball Award Kevin! week one yeah. for the snare drum. A fucking snare drum is tuned, folks. <laughs> yeah, if you are going to be beside, if you are anywhere close to our new church, and you want to come in and see uh, how studio recording works, uh, you will uh, want to kill yourself within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a necessary evil of the craft, man. That's right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> this is another uh, new listener. I don't know if it's a new listener, but it's a new feedbacker. Hey. I love your uh, I Bought a Church Cancer video. Uh, great talk on depression. I know quite a few people with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and they're all fine. Cancer light. So glad you bought a church for uh, Dutch Hall in Delhi. Finally. It's about time. It's about time. Laugh, uh, laugh out loud, he said. But there's no laughing matter about that. We needed a Dutch hall. Those Germans have been running a program that I'm not for, I'm not pleased with. I had to get married in that fucking house. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. And you know what they did my grandpa, those Germans? I've heard. It was no good. Brought him into that Steve, building. He had I to say like, nothing. He had to celebrate in, in front <laughs> in the Germans' house. He had to celebrate his grandson's mm. wedding in the house of the people that put him on the wall and mm. shot at him. And that uh, now I hire one of their reluctant uh, yes. descendants. Ancestors. It was not me. <laughs> <laughs> if it was one of your relatives, if I found out it was one of Maybe. Steve's relatives, I would go slap. <laughs> I I'll slap him right in the face. I'm not afraid to do it. Anyways, uh, I think it's an awesome idea. I may have some paintings for you to hang, too. Oh. I have said for years I was going to buy a church. We would listen to any kind of music like rock or country, anything with a good meaning. Both have kinds a, of music. Yeah, both kinds of music, rock and country. <laughs> and have a sermon. And then like a piece of bacon and a beer for communion. And then uh, call the church Our Lady of Intense Anal Suffering. Oh. <laughs> I would love to stop by your church, though, uh, sometime. Uh, from uh, what, I was, uh, what I'm going to call the Listener of the Week, Andy oh. Coot. Oh, you're the listener of the week. This is your week. This is your week. It's your 
week, Andy. It's your week, Andy. Andy, you're the listener of the week. Take it for a spin. And you know why he got listener of the week? I'll tell you why. Because he offered, he said in his off season, he's a he's a uh, carpenter. In the off season, he's gonna come out. Anything we want him to do around the church, he says he's gonna he's offered to help us. So well, you can't, you can't. That's why he's listening to the week. Good with his change. Hey, I gotta say, we gotta do a little thing, a new th- segment we do in feedback. Where we reach out to the Cargill Secret Society in Tilsonburg. <laughs> Cargill CSS. Secret Society in Tilsonburg. You know what? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know who gave you trouble for listening to our program. I don't know if it's even true. You reach out to us. Your names will be anonymous. Your bosses are the fucking worst. We'll fuck them fucking over. Douches. We will fuck them over. If you don't want us to mention their name, we won't. But if you want to describe them to us in intimate detail and let us make fun of them on air, we will do it because they're pieces of shit. If you don't like our program, you're not going to let your your employees who are giving up their life to do your bullshit work? Let them have an hour for fuck's sake. Yeah. Let them put some fucking headphones in and listen to us Rather than have to listen to your fucking like weed uh, identification bullshit over <laughs> and over again, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's fucking horrible, man. We want to have a life where we actually have a good time. We listen to like fucking charters drone on about it's <laughs> <laughs> a church, like church cares. or something. <laughs> Anyways, Cargo Secret Society, we are on your team. We hate your boss. Fuck your boss. Fuck your boss. Push on. Go fuck them. And there's only one more person we have to talk to this week, and she's a lady in Delhi, and she likes to prepare cheese on Friday mornings and listen to our show. She's a cheese lady. Let's check on her. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, she's always having fun. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, hope she shakes her bum. Teresa, you know uh, Teresa, she was very active, we love giving you, us Teresa. tons and tons of feedback this week. So on different platforms, but you know what she said? She goes, "Damn right, I'm listening." And Del and hashtag listening in Delhi. Damn, damn right, I'm hashtag listening in Delhi. And another thing she said, she goes, "Take me to the church, take me to the church yeah. if the Dutch Hall is there." XO, that's a kiss and a hug. Oh, it's a little kiss. Little hug. We accept the most. Yeah, thank you, Teresa. I'm not gonna tell my wife about that, but yeah. <laughs> well, it was on my dick. <laughs> no, that's terrible. I shouldn't do that. Eh? That's a, a sponsor. Hug? You shouldn't Bad. say. Uh-oh. You should a dick hug. Kiss. kiss. Oh, the kiss dick part, kiss. not the hug. Because your kiss, on the helmet. your kiss is on no. my. Teresa, that's terrible. I didn't mean it for you in particular. I was just talking. I just started getting distracted because I was thinking of my wife, how pretty she was. Um, uh, <laughs> then she said this. She goes, wow, what an honor to be a shareholder. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. That's legit joy that came from Teresa from Delhi. She's cutting cheese. All of a sudden, she listened to the show. She's cutting cheese. She's like, I'm a fucking shareholder. Woohoo! Like Homer Homer Simpson. Woohoo! You know what that means? Anytime you want to come out, you just show up. 
Yeah. And we're going to be down the road from you, Teresa. I don't know where you live, but I know where your business is. And it's in Delhi, Ontario. And we're not too far away. We're a stone's throw. You look up at the highest point in Delhi, you're going to see a sh- uh, nice spiky ball. And uh, you come there on probably a Sunday night. I'm thinking probably, what are you thinking about, 8 o'clock? Yeah, nice round time. Start a show around yeah. Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Yep, well, sure. Sunday night service. It'll be live from the Dutch Hall. All we need is internet now. All we need is internet, and we can be starting to do the program it's here. We'll yeah. move it away from there. Nobody so we're knows. talking like these are the last weeks of the Pool Shed Dutch Hall. Man. Last weeks, guys. Wow. It's sad but happy. You know? It is sad but happy, isn't it? I am really kind of mixed yeah. feelings about it. I do, too. It yeah. is. I remember back when there was a lawnmower park there, and we had a little table. table yeah. yeah. And the table <laughs> got moved out after the show because it was a working shed with a lawnmower and yeah, implements I, and shit in here. Yeah, I had a bunch of junk in here. Yeah. It was like where you stored all your yeah. junk. And then I cleaned that all out. And every week we'd come back and something would be moved, something would be yeah, the different. Bars there's over a new here. poster, there's the bar moves, there's all of a sudden there's a drum kit. We got a bartender. What do we got? A full band week uh, after week. Full new electric changes. Now. And full electric band. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I don't well, know if we announced this on air. We were promoting the Swazis gig, but do we promote that you guys are? It's the first time, like Bob Dylan, the first time Bob, <laughs> like Bob Dylan went electric. Newport, and it, like it shocked all the people that were like huge Nocturnal Emission fans that just <laughs> yeah. thought that Nocturnal Emissions was going to stay an acoustic band forever, just banging on a Calhoun, yeah. Cal June, yeah. a Cal Jones. I know. And then all of a sudden. You're at Swazi's standing up, for heaven's sake, standing oh up with electric instruments, rocking the place. Live drummer. It's amazing. People were in the smoking area because it's too <laughs> loud for them, Bailey Adcock, because you're too old, lady. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now, lady. Yeah. Why are you out there? It's too loud for you smoking cigarettes out there on the patio? I learned, I learned two things that night. Number one, I learned that standing up with these fine gentlemen and playing uh, electric is the best fucking time I've ever had on stage. Hilarious. And the second thing I learned is that Steve needs to practice standing up. Yeah, that's ah. right. <laughs> Number two. Why? What happened, Steve? What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, what is the difference? That particular song was a, a bit of a train wreck. And I, I don't think I had ever played it standing Steve up. Steve said to me afterwards, I've never played that standing up before. Yeah. It was a real train You know, I did Eduardo standing up, which was my first time ever doing Eduardo standing up. with a. I had your guitar with the strap oh, yeah. on, and I wore it wrong. Eh? With a what? Strap on. Strap on. Oh yeah, it was a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It> was a <laughs> he had his guitar. And it was a guitar on. and a strap on. Okay, yeah. sounds, no big deal. Sounds cool. And wh- how would you, you feel about, about that? Yeah, yeah. You, how'd you feel? The strap on was on the outside. Because that's a honestly, that's a that I felt like that was the most that you've the most bravado you've had playing oh, yeah. that song. We've done that a few yeah, times. Yeah, but I wore but the strap wrong. It's supposed to be on the back <laughs> of my uh, shoulder. If you look at the pictures of me yeah. that people took of me, I'm wearing both straps on the front. I know. And I'm holding the car. It's wrong, right? I saw you tuck your arm in on the wrong side, and I almost said something, but then I was like, no, this is probably good. <laughs> Let him do it. I don't know what I'm doing about anything. Like, little things like that that are just, like, like such common sense for everyone <laughs> is a, it escapes me for my whole life, like 44 years of not getting that. How <laughs> you wear a fucking guitar strap. <laughs> and I like, I should know that. You like, I should. It, you nailed, nailed it. it. Every verse, yep. every chorus. Oh, you know how much pressure, you know, you know how fucking freaked out I was the whole time because we didn't practice it at all. Yeah. 
and uh, we've never pulled it off at Swazi's. We never pulled off Eduardo. Uh, no, it was your nemesis. And then I'm like, uh, the f- second verse, the last line, I'm like, I fucked that up. That wasn't the right. That was the line for the third verse. And then oh. I was like, still, I was freaking out about that. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm going to have to repeat the same line again. And then I got to the end of the third verse, and I was like, hey, that wasn't the right line. That was the right line for the second one. <laughs> I did it right all I'm in the I'm third right. one. It's a different last line. Longs for her man, you know, cries in the night or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you power through. I did it. And then oh, I'm like, all awesome. I got to do is pull off this last one, which really fucked me up the first time oh, we tried it at Swazi's. Right. And then I'm like, okay. Uh, wifing him up, wifing him up. Yeah, you know, isn't it funny how you don't. The the next time you will not fuck that part. No, because no, I already messed it up once. Part. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You'll never forget that. Part. And that's the beautiful part about it that people don't understand about it, trying stuff that you don't want to try in life. You know, it's like you have to fail. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. important for you to fail. Yeah. You have to fuck up in front and be humiliated, or else you don't learn. Uh, you won't be good at anything yeah. unless you do it's something so horrible. You know, you can never, and even if you did, even if you did do something good, you would never appreciate it because you haven't fucked up. You have to uh, hit the hit the bottom and fail and feel like shame, yeah. but then still go back and do the same thing that made you feel shame, and then you realize, oh, uh, this thing is bigger than, so you know, true. it's yep. bigger than bigger than me because I'm doing this even yeah. though it was a great humiliation in my life. I'm still doing it again. And then, like, you must have, you know, done that in music. Yeah, it's just a speed bump, right? It's just a speed bump. It's just a speed bump. If you let it stop you, you're fucked. You're fucked. The next time you're going to correct that, and you're probably going to mess something else up. And then you'll correct that. You're constantly learning. Yeah, yeah. And you're constantly getting better, and it doesn't matter what you're in. That's everything in fucking life. It doesn't matter Everything, yeah, yeah. Whether you're just, like, sitting at home, and you're like, I don't know what I want to do, and you're like, but I really like making uh, widgets. And you're like, well, I don't know how to make widgets. But I look online on how to make widgets, and then you like figure out how to make widgets. My first widgets are kind of fucked up, and my friends aren't really into them. Next thing you know, that's called an education. You got the best widgets around. Yeah, you're making uh, every screw up you make is like paying for an education, and then you end up being good at what you're doing, and then you make money at it. That's how it works. You gotta be willing. You gotta suck before you be good, or you're never gonna be good. I reflected on that a lot this week because I had so much fun there, and I at Swazi's like. yeah, it was honestly the best time I've ever had on stage. Mm-hmm. And then I thought back to the first time I was on stage and how uh, how hard it was. And I'm not I've never been a public speaker. And then to go up on stage in front of people by myself with an acoustic guitar. And I remember yeah, you, you wore sunglasses. And I was wearing sunglasses. And, and people cried. came up that the people who were important to me came up to see me. And I looked at them and I started crying I, behind <laughs> my sunglasses. It's honest to God truth. So I had to do the rest of the set with my eyes closed because uh, whenever I looked at someone. I was crying, and I don't even know what sounded good, but it was so hard to do. And then you get through that. Yeah, it sounded great, actually. And then you do another one, and then you do another one. I was one, so proud. And then you do another <laughs> one. And I really it, was. And it gets better, and, and at, at a certain point, you're kind of like, you know, fuck it. Like, right. I'm doing it for me. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter yeah. anymore. Like, you know, It doesn't matter if Willie still, thinks your voice is shit. It's not that I wasn't scared going up at Swazi's. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like I don't, I don't care. Maybe my voice is shit, and if it's shit, I won't be able to do it anymore. Like, cause I won't be able to do it. Well, there's a few people that have made a good living off a shit voice too. Actually, like make uh, Bob Dylan, Neil Young, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the the feedback. But you don't have a shit voice, by the way. Like the what I'm, what I got out of it was more important than 
than uh, what anyone else got out of it at that point, you know? And even though yeah. you're scared Except going up, me. like, douche. <laughs> no, yeah, the best, like, the best advice I ever got about... It sounds kind of narcissistic, I guess, but it's like... Uh, I'm... I love to see the people dancing. That was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. There, just get up there and do it. Like the more you yeah. do it, the oh yeah, Swaz was awesome. We had like a bunch of girls. Swaz came uh, up and had a nice uh, sing. Oh, with us Swaz sang oh, some yeah. kind of wonderful. Just nailed it. Yeah. He he was like oh like uh, resisting. Like I'm he smoking. had to twist my arm. <laughs> he was outside. Guys, started. Comes up on stage I'm and smoking. just hammers it out. It's exactly him. for him. Hey Bozy, what verse? Yeah. yeah, you know Swaz. Don't fucking pretend yeah. you don't. <laughs> That was great. We had a great time. That's a that is, is a definitely our home bar. Yeah. If anybody like, if we have to pick a home bar, Swazi's is definitely yeah, our home yeah. bar. Fuck yeah! They've been great to us every oh, single yeah. time. Swazi's treated us like gold. The crowd that lives in the Yin subdivision that listens to our program, like Bailey, and I wish I remember Bailey's boyfriend's name. Does anyone remember Bailey's? Gobel. 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 But is it, you have a first name? That's last Gobel. 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 Bailey and Gobel. Gobel. Anyways. What up? I, every time I, I, I can't, I, how can I, I feel bad. The guy's the greatest guy in the world. I forget every time. But Goble, yeah. Anyways, uh, those guys are there. Every, they, they come every single show we do there. Yep. And they have to have a shout out there. And we appreciate anybody that does Fuck that. Yeah. Like, she, that was uh, a dancing crowd. Those oh, two yeah. people were, like saw the, 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 the demise of Eduardo, like the yeah. failures, yeah. Yeah, the two time failures. Yeah. They were there for two it. Time. And then they and then they saw the actual rise where it actually came together and we pulled like it that's off. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the crowd sing that time though? The crowd sing? I the uh, last no verse? Idea. I can't remember either. Can't the first time we played Eduardo at the Killyard and Simcoe and the crowd <laughs> the crowd singing the last thing was crazy. And in Dunville too. Yeah. The was crowd it, was it really the offshore sang Mexican it. workers or <laughs> no, I think people just got into the thing at the end, and then oh, when they yeah. saw people New singing Limburg Eduardo. New Limburg was like that, too. Yeah, people sang New Eduardo Limburg like crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think Eduardo's got, a, got some legs to it. Right? <laughs> I really do think Eduardo's got legs to it. I think we're going to have some fun with that. And we're going to have a lot more fun. And uh, do we... Oh, wait, yeah, one more thing to say with the cheese lady here. Okay. After she said woo-hoo... She said, let me know, and I'll bring a cheese tray to your grand opening to the Dutch Hall Church. That sounds about right. Well, I'm going to let you know right now. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. You're definitely going to bring it. You're definitely going to bring it, but I have to let you know when it's going to be, because the last thing was just like a little open house for friends and family. The next one that we do is an as a real grand opening. It's gonna be really big. We gotta think big, man. We gotta like blow it up. We gotta make it as big as we can make it. I love your cheese, Teresa. Yeah, she got a great cheese shop there. I right? yeah. love going in. I love every bit of uh, every bit about it. Have you been in there? I haven't even been in the shop. I really should go. Mm-hmm. I've been in the shop many a times when I was having a nice Van Dyke Christmas in the old Knights of Columbus. Oh, oh. yes, that's what, that was our. But it's different now. Yeah, it's different now. Now Van Dyke Christmas happens. At the Spiky Ball Studios. Hey-o. Yeah, and I got to talk to Uncle Blaine and Aunt Berna about it because they have this year. Are they hosting? I don't know what they're thinking about it, but I'm like, come on, go, come to the church. Hall. Guess how much it's going to cost you, Van Dyke family? Zero dollars and zero cents because the church is for the Van Dykes. That makes sense. <laughs> All yeah. rejoice and praise God Jesus himself. And we'll also game plan for Van Dyke party services. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's the best. We, we practice there. Yeah. And you know what? Mini <laughs> sticks anywhere you want. Oh, so that's Sweet. it for the Whoa. for the youngsters. Oh, the kids Absolutely. are gonna be fired. Mini up sticks your that. ass off. Yeah, 
You want to go up uh, up to the church, mini sticks? You want to go to the Sunday school, mini sticks? Yeah. Choir loft, mini sticks? No. Oh, want to just go wreck Kevin's shit? Hit it no. with a mini stick? Just no. fucking rip it. Go <laughs> ah, on. No, I'm just kidding. Hard wrister. It's Hard now. $3,000 microphone. Hard now. You sons of bitches will stay away from my <laughs> Basement, you go. Yeah. Get out of my studio. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so excited about the church, and oh, we're going to have a really yeah. good time. So thank you for everyone that's provided us with feedback this week. It really was a star-studded feedback this week. And if you'd like to uh, provide us with some in the future, please go to uh, livefromthedutchhall at gmail.com and give us an email, or you can go to uh, uh, Live from the Dutch Hall's uh, uh, Facebook page, or Dutch Hall on Twitter, Dutch Hall on Instagram, Dutch Hall on... Uh, uh, LinkedIn, Quora, Snapchat... <laughs> Grinder, we on Instagram. You got Snapchat. <laughs> Grinder, huh? Do you got Snapchat? I have Snapchat. Nice. Dutch, Dutch Hall and Snapchat. Have to Snapchat that church. Yeah, or you know I don't understand Snapchat. I gotta understand. So if somebody out it. there could just send me pictures of their vagina just for five or six seconds, <laughs> like a test, just to just test to it try out, things out. Yeah. I sure promise it's, it's gonna go away. It's just oh, that's how it works. No big deal. And then I, it's gone. I promise it will say probably screenshot. No, I am too stupid to understand screenshots. People have told me to screenshot it. I'm like, I have to do a search to find out how to screenshot. I won't know how to do it. So if you want to send me your vagina, there's no way I can screenshot it. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> because I don't know how to look it up, and then it'll be gone by the time I can look it up. So you're safe with me. I'm so stupid, you're safe. You know what I like about this show? It's been about absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. This show? Yeah. Yes. No, we're done. Feedback now. Oh, it's been over. It's been over an hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it has been about nothing. About nothing. Easy. Uh, I, the whole show was supposed. To, I was going to talk about one subject matter, and it was like the brothel in Toronto that they were going to have her banging like sex dolls. <laughs> what about Burt Reynolds? Oh, gross. Oh, and Burt Reynolds. Yeah, he's Both dead. of those things. Smoke and Burt Reynolds is like dead. a hero. And he, Son of a bitch. No one had him in the pool though. Nope. No. no one had Burt Reynolds in the No, because I thought he'd never die. He's like Chuck Norris. Yeah, he's awesome. I got to tell you, my dad was a huge Burt Reynolds fan. Oh, my God. Smokey and the Bandit. Oh. You know what's crazy? If you look up Burt Reynolds on the internet today, yeah. you know how they say like an, you know, they'll say an actor's name and then comma and then the movie they're famous for? Yeah. Like Burt Reynolds' actor in the movie. What movie do you think would be behind his name? I would say, uh, uh, if I had to guess, I'd say Burt Reynolds would be most known for Deliverance. Boogie Nights. Steve got it. Buggy Nights. Boogie Nights? Yeah. Burt Reynolds, Buggy Nights. Yeah. I would have thought Smokey and the Bandit. Like, yeah. Like, that's a that's fucking iconic. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit. They're, like, name a better movie, honestly, than Smokey and the Bandit. It's well, if you're going to ask me to name a better movie, I would probably go with uh, uh, Cannonball Run. Oh, that's a huh? great one. You, you know go. what? Or yeah. maybe Cannonball Run 2. Yeah. Or exactly. maybe I'd go with uh, Gator. Buggy. Not Buggy Nights. Yeah. Maybe I'd go with, uh, f uh, what's the one, uh, Father of the Year or something? Uh, Boogie Fatherhood. Nights. Boogie Nights is a great movie. Huh? Right? Yeah, Boogie Nights, yeah, was, Boogie Nights was great, but don't know Burt, Burt Reynolds, Reynolds wasn't a star. Mark Wahlberg, right? You watch Burt Reynolds and like when Burt Reynolds was in his prime and Burt Reynolds was a, uh, he was a legit movie star. That like, fucking oh, yeah. Trans Am, like, they say he was a badass in real life though too, like a real man. Yeah. He did his stu own was. stunts. Like there was, yeah. they were talking about one time he was in Deliverance. He wanted to do this stunt where they had to go down a waterfall, right? So they had to go down this waterfall, and he was like, uh, "They said no, we'll put the stunt double in to go down this waterfall." He's like, "No, no, no, I'm a man. I'm going to do my own stunts or whatever." Yeah. He goes down the waterfall. He said he goes, he swims down it, 
and then hits the rocks and then wakes up on the beach and he's like, what the fuck? He was fucked up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Big time. man. He's a man. <laughs> but he did he his own thing. He's the man. Yeah, he is. Burt Reynolds was a real goddamn man. Johnny Carson loved Burt Reynolds, too. Like, Johnny Carson said, Burt Reynolds come on anytime he wanted. He could just walk on The Tonight Show and just, like, bring Dom DeLuise with him to laugh at one of his jokes. Dom DeLuise is drunk as fuck. Yeah. You ever see that parody of uh, Burt Reynolds on uh, Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live? It's Turd, fucking oh, yeah. awesome. Turd Ferguson? Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. Check yeah. that shit out if you got time tomorrow. Oh, that is the best. I really don't know whose joke this is, but I'm totally going to steal it. Someone told me it was a it's a Dom DeLuise joke, and uh, I don't know who said it. They go Dom DeLuise has a son, David DeLuise. He was like a father on one of those kid shows, David DeLuise. It was like uh, iCarly or something. Or uh, uh, do you remember? It was like one of those kid shows where there's like a like for real Dom DeLuise's Dom DeLuise's son, a real actor. Oh no! It was Wizards of Waverly Place. Selena Gomez, oh. her <laughs> dad Disney on that show. show, that Disney show, was Dom DeLuise's son, David DeLuise. And I don't oh. know whose joke this is, but someone said Dom DeLuise is a son. Like, how did he make that son? Did he just like come in his hand and throw it at her pussy? I never, I never heard anything so funny in my whole life. That, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. <laughs> what actually happened was... Because Dom DeLuise seems yeah. fairly gay, right? He got super famous from uh, Cannonball Run, and the the pussy was being thrown at him. It's like the opposite <laughs> of what you think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's not going to... It doesn't matter what you look like. It matters that you're famous. He must have No, no, what mask. I'm saying is Dom DeLuise isn't unattractive. He's a homosexual man. Is what I'm saying. He likes men. Why do you think that? Because everything about Dom DeLuise to me seems gay. <laughs> like, I never watched Dom DeLuise in any of those smoking the bands where I'm like, Dom DeLuise is a pussy hound. <laughs> like, he, he seems like he doesn't like women to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have false gaydar, Dave. Apparently you're wrong. What do you think? Liberace was a whorehound, too? <laughs> Straight as an arrow. <laughs> Bruce Valanche. Bruce Valanche. Bruce Valanche is a ladies' man. Center square. Smooth talker. Just keeping it real. (laughs) (laughs) Freddie Mercury used to tickle girls' clitorises with his mustache. Sure. And his front teeth. (laughs) His front teeth would nibble like a beaver. (laughs) (laughs) Just tick, tick, tick at it. Queen. (laughs) We are like an hour six. Uh, Let's talk about the sex things for a little, the sex dolls for a little bit. Because we're an hour six. I think we're going to go along the show just to talk about the sex dolls. Six or six. Your kill's okay, Michael? Uh, Yeah. Five more minutes? There's a there's a brothel in Toronto. I just have to talk about this. Toronto is not representative of our our province, okay? No. We're in the sticks. The other people who live in the sticks like us recognize that Toronto is a weird place where all the weird people congregate and they can be shoulder to shoulder in a really uh, crowded place where they all have to follow different rules because it's... Where landscapers landscapers can be serial killers and you can shoot anyone you want anywhere. Yeah, but you can't Hmm. pee in your yard. That's inappropriate. But here in the country, it's opposite. You can't kill a raccoon or a squirrel. No, you can't drown a a raccoon in the lake because he's eating your (laughs) blueberries in your backyard you have planted. That's against the law, yeah. right, in the city. But in the country, no one's going to charge you for that because we don't give a fuck. You drown that raccoon. 
But we won't talk about it. I know Kevin's an animal lover. Maybe even an old Kevin's possum. An animal lover. <laughs> what, you got an old possum or a skunk? I told that story about my when my buddy Steve was in uh, Tobemore and he threw the beer bottle at the raccoons because Ch- my buddy Chad was like putting raccoons, uh, putting uh, hot dogs all over the trees, and he was making that he was like luring the raccoons in so he could watch them in the in, at night. We're like camping up in Tobemore, so Chad's like putting hot dogs all over the place and like little things are coming out of this, like the cedar trees. He's like sticking hot dogs in it and. The, Raccoons are coming over and eating it. That's He's how you like, get bears to join your church. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, hey, look at, look at the raccoon. Look at, look how pure, look at, look at their masks. Look how clean they are. Look how they lick their hands before they eat. And then uh, <laughs> my buddy Steve finished drinking his beer and just chucked at the raccoon, <laughs> and then it smoked him right in the head. And the fucking raccoon does like a backflip. And uh, my friend Chad's an animal lover, and he got so upset. He was like, you want to kill him? He like, had him against a tree. Like, yeah. He wants to punch him in the face, you know? And he goes, I'm going to go find that raccoon and make sure he's okay. And then and as he starts leaving, Steve goes, he'll be easy to find. He's the raccoon with a bottle in his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I laughed so hard. Chad was like crying. He was like so upset crying. Because he was so sad for that raccoon day. Uh, anyways. They're resilient fuckers. You know what? Let's talk about sex dolls yeah. another day. Because Mike's got kills at Jack. We'll save it. But I'm telling you, I don't know about it. How clean can you clean out another guy's you jizz? You can't. You That's just can't do it. Gross. You don't. That's a one-time use. So Toronto, the city of Toronto is probably right about banning that stuff. Charter says it might be different if you just let them bang some Cabbage Patch dolls. But I didn't think that was right. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Charters. Anyways, this has been Live from the Dutch Hall. We are the greatest podcast ever to come out of Poolshed in Pine Grove, Ontario. Thank you so much for listening to us. Guys, soon to be found on social media. Look for Spiky Ball Studios. We're coming towards you. Until next yeah. week, tell a friend, be a good person, and see you NT. We'll see you next Thursday. Let's hit it, boy. watching if you can go to the YouTube thing at the bottom just send a message tell me who you are who's watching us late at night live I want to know who are diamonds